Wait, you didn't count down. That's okay. Keep going. We can edit it out. The following podcast contains mature language and adult discussion. Viewer discretion is advised. Oh, wait. This is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So, who were you sending? <laughs> I'm, send, I'm, I'm sending Conor McGregor. <laughs> Could you imagine that? <laughs> Your wife sent me DMs. <laughs> come on, baby. Come on, honey. We're going to the win all night, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do you know how he would talk to aliens? <laughs> Your wife sent me DMs. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Two loose screws podcast. That's Sean. I'm Chris. We're talking about when the aliens invade us, <laughs> and they decide, okay, we're gonna go gladiator style. We're not gonna take over your world. We're gonna send our best against your best. Now I opted for Brock Lesnar, but this guy wants to send oh. Conor McGregor just for the trash talk. <laughs> I w- I want Connor to just sit there and just rip them a new one. It was not a check. It was not a check. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. He'd probably offer them some proper proper 12. Is that what it is? Yeah. If you're going to take over the world, you got to drink a proper whiskey, lads. You got to drink a proper whiskey. Proper number 12. <laughs> something oh, else. Oh, could you imagine? They, <laughs> could that would be something else. These guys would be beep pop poop <laughs> And then you got, your wife sent me DMs! <laughs> and then, could you imagine the walk? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, my face hurts. Oh my god. Ladies and gentlemen, Happy New Year, and welcome to the Two Loose Screws Podcast. We're so sorry coming out of the gate all hot like that, but if you've never Googled Conor McGregor's trash talk, you are missing out on life. I encourage you to do it right now. Um, I want to apologize in advance. Um, I've got kind of the Phoebe has a cold from Friends voice. Got a little rasp. It's a little raspy. So rasp on top of list probably isn't good for our listeners, but hey, it, it sounds better than my normal voice. I'm going to keep it. It's not bad, bro. You, you, uh, you sound like things are hanging a little low. Well, so I stuck a Q-tip up my nose. I don't have COVID. Well, that's so, good. Well, let's go back a second here. I don't have COVID-19. I think we got COVID-23. The whole world is sick right now. You had a touch of this a week ago. Your kids had it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. My wife had had a piece of it. That's probably what our, where I'm getting this from. But, I mean, it's basically, it's like from your chest up. Mine was more of a flu. I had the whole achiness, and it was it was nasty. Did you, uh, let me ask you this, did you, uh, did you get a fever? I did. 
I had a fever for about probably a good 36 hours. Yeah, well, it sucks. That's all I got to say about that. Um, so, anyway, Happy New Year's, guys. Uh, Sean, how was your New Year's? Actually, my New Year's wasn't too bad. I think I was over at your house, and uh, we were making some cocktails. You were over at my house, weren't you? Yeah, I was. So, if you would, you craftsman, describe this this beverage that well, you fancied for us. Well, I was introduced to a new beverage, and, and that's actually what I've been drinking quite a bit today. And now here we're extending it, drinking some more. But uh, I was doing uh, green tea shots, but you decided to, um, instead of making it a shot, just pour it in a martini glass and go full force. So, well, here's the thing is like, you know, is shots are okay, but I yeah. like to enjoy a beverage. You do a shot, it's gone. Yeah. You sip on a good beverage, you enjoy it. I didn't sip on it much, though. I, I, I kind of like, I guess I did a three sipper in a martini glass. But I got to tell you, I'm quite enjoying it. It, it, is, it is definitely a tasty drink. You know, I'm grateful that my daughter today uh, came home at the same time as me because she's the one that said, change out the Jameson for some vodka, and it is a white tea shot. But here we are drinking in glasses instead. Yeah, well, I, I have a martini glass, and you're literally drinking it up the shaker. Mm, you savage. <laughs> it's good. It's good stuff, man. Anyway, so New Year's after that, I, I feel personally, I think it was a pretty successful New Year's. Yeah, it was good, man. Um, but we, actually, there was something funny that happened on New Year's. Do you remember? Which part? Um, you were making some taquitos, and... Uh, yeah. I think you were calling me over for a reason. I don't remember why, but you're trying to call me over. And uh, <laughs> how did it go? Something like, <laughs> what do you think? Uh, would you reckon? <laughs> uh, get over here. <laughs> All right. So you had your kids over at the house, right? Yeah. And it was, you know, it was that time of the night where it's like, okay, dinner was a minute ago. Yeah. It's not quite midnight. We My kids a, destroyed your pizza rolls. We need a snack. And so I got these, uh, I say I got these, Steph got these pizza rolls. She got some taquitos. Oh, there was some Fritos and bean dip. I mean, just snack food, right? Yeah. And so I made up the pizza rolls. And before I could even breathe or turn ahead, those pizza rolls were gone. <laughs> that stuff never lasts around my kids. Little Warwas tore those things up. But mm -hmm. it, then I got... Um, it's I started, a common theme with a Warwa. Well, I, I got these taquitos. Yeah. <laughs> and... Oh, boy. So I put the taquitos in the oven. Now, these things are flour tor tortilla. They're not the traditional corn tortilla. And I put more than the instructions had advised... And so it's like, okay, I'm supposed to put like six across like a spread out row, but I've got like probably 18 all touching one another because, you know, it's like there's a lot of little people to feed in this house. And they look done to me, but I needed a second opinion. <laughs> and so I don't remember quite how it went, but like I forgot your name for a minute. And I'm like, <laughs> or I forgot, what, you know, how to tell you to come. I was like, hey, um, it took three tries. I don't know. Come over here. <laughs> I, 
I got fed up with trying to figure out what his name was and how to tell him to come over here and look in the freaking oven to see if the dadgum tortillas were cooked or not. Nonetheless, we, we pulled him out. No pun intended. Sounds dirty, but it's not. And bottom line, it was a success, yeah? It was definitely a success. And my wife uh, struck a gold mine with these firework places because, you know, a lot of times you go to these little fountain firework shops, like, they're... They leave a lot to be anticipated, yeah? She picked up, uh, like, you know, something called the Peacock. She picked up something called the Tank. Um, There's a few others, but, I mean, they were pretty good. Yeah, I thought she did a good job. You guys definitely did a good job. I still wanted to light off a couple of mine, but you said the HOA frowned upon that. My HOA frowns upon anything. My HOA is kind of boring. And in addition to that is where we were standing... You had no less than seven cameras pointed at you. Yeah. So, you want to you wanna go into detail on what you're talking about? Well, I actually let one off today. Okay, let what off? So, I, I make fireworks. Um, the fireworks that I make are something that are no longer around anymore. Um, the... M80s, <clears throat> the M80s that they used to make back in like the 70s, early 80s, they actually had a lot of powder in them. Today they don't. And so today M80s sound like a little firecracker, but I pack mine to about three ounces of powder. Um, I'm not talking about gunpowder, um, a, a special blend. I can't, I don't want to talk about it because this is completely illegal and it's also recorded and our names on it <laughs> yeah but there's a special blend and uh if you're able to make that blend um i pack about three ounces into an m80 and then i have a bigger one that i make which is about 25 grams and that one packs a heck of a punch yeah it, it um it sounds like uh bombs over baghdad I do not want to say the word bombs when it comes to that because the FBI, CIA, anything federal kind of frowns upon those kind of words. So I'll stick with fireworks because that's what they are. But I got a moderate explosion. Um, yeah, it'll it'll toss something up in the air pretty high. I, I, I ended up blowing a, a, a diamond plate probably about a good 20 feet in the air with um, one of my 25 grams, um, which is uh, equivalent to about a quarter stick of a dynamite. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is what I'm talking about when we go to a restaurant and if he eats a dish and he fancies said dish, he's like, okay, I now have to replicate this. Or if he has a beverage, he's like, you know what, I need to to modify this beverage and make it better. Or... Mm -hmm. If he's at, like, say, Disneyland, and he sees the fireworks show, he's like, yeah, I can do better than that. Actually, it's kind of funny you said that. It was a couple years ago. They were actually hiring for a pyrotechnics uh, person. I did not have my license, and I still do not, but it's one of my life goals is to get my pyrotechnics license. But um, I actually applied for the job. Of course, I never got it. Did they at least tell you why? 
why I didn't get it. Yeah, did they? No, like, no, I never got a call back or anything. But no I applied back, for it. No nothing. Nothing. I got That's nothing. Rude. No, but it makes sense because I didn't have a pyrotechnics license, and and my history doesn't show anything that has to do with fireworks. So it makes sense. But it's kind of a... They never check your Facebook page. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's a passion of mine for sure. And uh, I'd love to, I'd love to actually get my pyrotechnics license and, and learn how to actually make aerials and stuff like that. I know there's a quite a bit of cost involved in that. So I have not done it to this point, but it is a passion of mine because I do enjoy fireworks probably more so than anybody that I know of actually like I said it's one of those things like he sees something he likes it he has to replicate it and then make it better well that's what I did with the M80s and then that's what I did with my other the fireworks I I wanted to bring it back to what they originally were back in like the 70s early 80s um but they're dangerous. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they're truly dangerous. M80 will blow your finger off. Um, and then the ones that are 25 grams, gram, sorry, that one will blow your hand off if you're not careful. So, I mean, safety is the number one key. And then uh, as long as you're safe, it's all good. But, yeah. I and ended up, in I, all due seriousness, when we, you know, we do live in the Phoenix Valley, when we do set these things off, we are in the absolute middle of nowhere when we do we drive to places to do these sort of things we don't do them in neighborhoods yes dear god man (laughs) so that was our new year's well i did i did i have to admit something i did do one in a neighborhood today i wanted to shake a couple houses was it your old neighborhood no was it your current neighborhood no all right, we're going to leave that one for chance. I'll talk to you when this is over. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like there's a story behind this. Uh, a little bit. Something I, I can't divulge a lot of information at the moment. All right, well, when we ended last week, we had a, we dropped a special bonus episode last Friday of our, you know, New Year's Eve, Happy New Year's from Chris and Sean. And, you know, one of the things we talked about was, like, what are some things we don't want to do? What are, and, you know, then we took the cliche route of what are some things we do want to do. I wanted to kind of touch base on that. Here we are. We're two days into the new year. By the time you guys hear this, probably four days into the new year. Um, swearing less. Um, I am swearing less. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. I'm not. But I do I'm have still to swearing. <laughs> I actually worked out today. So, I mean, not not that that was one of my goal. Well, it's a goal of mine every day, not just because of the new year. But now that now that my cojones are feeling much better. Um, oh, did your balls drop? Like, finally, I'm actually like letting them drop. Let's yeah. The, yeah. Way. You're not like restricting them anymore. Not at all. But uh I was actually able to jump rope today. I actually rode on my bike for a little bit. It uh, it actually was pretty nice. Well, congratulations, you little fucker. Yeah, kind of starting to feel back a little bit. Swear normal. less. A little bit. Um, so I'm, I'm trying on the swearing thing, especially when it's around other people. Now, when I'm recording for a live audience of what is now pushing 400, I guess that doesn't count. You guys are like family, but... You know, P 
people I don't know, kids, supermarkets, things like that. You know, I guess I've tuned it back a little bit. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, my, my chewing habit. I've only chewed once since, what's today, Monday? Uh, yes. T- okay. No, today's Tuesday. I chewed once Saturday oh, no. night. Well, it's 12.03, so yeah. Technically, it's Tuesday. Technically, it's Tuesday, but let's talk about Monday. So I bought I bought two cans last week, and we talked about that, and I was my original plan was to absolutely decimate those so I can buy two more cans, decimate those and buy two more cans. I went a different route. I got a buddy of mine who's also going to quit chewing with me. He showed me this product. Now, they're not a sponsor, so you know I'm not going to say their name. I don't know how it's going to work, and I just don't really want to put something out there that may or may not work. But essentially, it's all natural, no nicotine. Um, it's almost like a molasses, from what I gather. T- totally edible, totally natural, and it's supposed to help wing you off. It gives you the habit of chewing. So I purchased four cans of this to kind of get me through that first little hump. Okay, and is that the can that you pulled out of your pocket? Oh, absolutely here at my not. House? Absolutely not. All right, so give me that can so I can toss it. Yeah, it's so not going to happen. Do the molasses? No, because I don't have them yet. So when I when I bought these on whatever day, well, I want to say it was Thursday. I knew I wouldn't get them probably till the end of this week. So like, okay, so I bought these two cans. I promised I wasn't going to buy any more, and I haven't. How do I get this one can to last? And so I opted, rather than chewing four or five times a day, I chew once a day at night. Okay. I have not chewed today. I've got something out of left field. Okay. Fuck the tin. Smoke some weed. It's legal. It's legal in Arizona. So how about you skip the tin, and when you feel the urge... (laughs) You take a hit. Never ne- never been one for the hash, my guy. Tried it in high school. Now, I understand that today's product today's is totally different. different, bro. And if it's something where you don't like the taste, they've got flavors. I mean, they've got... Do they have something I can chew? Do they have something I can wad up and put in my lip and spit in a bottle? F- forget that. If you take something like Indica, dude, it'll totally chill you out. Make you relax. Okay, so that's something totally different because now I have sleep apnea and I have like diagnosed chronic insomnia. Chronic. So I have the diagnosed sleep apnea too and I have a CPAP and it sucks. There's nothing sexy about that when you're going to bed. Well, I feel like I'm dying at night. I feel like I'm suffocating, like it's trying to make me quit breathing. Okay, so that's where you need to have something that's going to make you calm down, relax, and just close your eyes, chill, take a deep breath. But do they have something I don't have to smoke and put in my lungs? Because as you can hear me right now, well, I'm a little congested. Well, heck yeah, dude. They got all different kinds of edibles. I mean, you could go anywhere from licorice to brownies to cookies. You name it. I mean, gummies. But what if you're trying to watch your girly waistline? <laughs> Still good with all that. I mean, obviously, you don't want to go crazy with it. I mean... It all depends on how many milligrams there is, right? Yeah, and so, and I'll and, and I'm not hating on. It, I'm just saying I'm uneducated in the field. I'm not completely educated in the field, but I've I've dabbled, you know, and because of it, because I've had some instances. 
here where I've had some insomnia and uh, I ended up getting these blueberry gummies. Oh my God, I sleep like a baby through the night. No, I'm not against trying a gummy if it'll help me sleep because I've got these, it, it's a dissolvable. It's not a, it's not a, a hash. It's um, right. It's like a melatonin. It has melatonin in it. They don't really work that well. Okay. But like, here's what happens. I'll, I'll just, I'll tell you this much. And I don't want to divulge too much personal information because I don't want to freak out my mother who's listening. But like, I've got a few medical things going on. Oh, dude, everybody does. Yeah. You hit 40 years old and then all of a sudden your body just goes. Pretty much. Yeah. And so, at that point in time, it just, it's one of those things where now all of a sudden you have weekly doctor visits. Yeah. So I will say this, the most life-threatening thing I have is the sleep apnea. Uh, yeah. Well, dude, I've had sleep apnea since I was 20. Oh my God. I think I was diagnosed at 24. Well, they got that stand-up comic who talks about sleep apnea, and it's actually a funny skit that he does. Joe Coy? Yeah. Yeah. Where he talks about, like, you literally beat death every night. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's kind of what, what it feels like sometimes, because I can get dead dog tired. Like, right now, I'm recording a podcast with you. I'm going to go home, you know, get ready for bed, take my nightly shower. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to get in bed. My brain is going to start churning. What happens, it starts in my legs. My legs get restless. And so then I start kind of kicking the legs, and then I start getting restless, and I'm tossing, and I'm turning. And my wife, who deals with similar in, in, insomnia issues, let's just say that she's asleep finally, and then you know here I am tossing and turning, and I wake her up. You know what it does? It, it causes her to. You know what? I'm sleeping. I'm. I'm. I'm finally at a point. A point where I can sleep, but I can't sleep when he's doing that. I'm going to go to the couch, so he can have the bed to himself, so he doesn't worry about waking me up. But then I get all freaking bent out of shape because, like, I'd rather her be in bed with me. But now I'll, I'll. I'll sit still. It just. It cause. It's issues that cause issues. Like yeah. my wife doesn't need to sleep on the couch. If anything, I need to go to the couch. Well, if anything, you need to take some indica, so it'll just make you like put your head back and then just relax and pass out. I mean, indicas, they say in the couch, right? So it puts you down and it puts you out, makes you relax. It's, it's great. You don't want to do a blend and you don't want stevia for sure. Stevia, isn't that what they put in their coffee? So the stevia is the one that'll... Sati it creates stativa stativa i'm sorry something yeah, like right. that or i might yeah. even have that wrong <clears throat> well it makes you makes your brain function in a in a way that you will think like in a different avenue basically so i wouldn't go that one because that'll stir thoughts up which would be probably great for the show but <laughs> not good for sleeping at night and because the one that you really want that's why I said I wouldn't even go with a blend. If you could just get something that'll just make you calm down, relax, relax, and then you just pass out. I would to love to just lay down and pass out, but not snore and like chase my wife off. Well, you got to, I mean, you can't help the fact that you've got CPAP. No, issues, I got to put right? the freaking mask on. Right. So if you put that on and you got that running, that should work. 
Do you ever feel like you're suffocating with this thing? Originally, when I... Dude, like I said, I've been doing this thing for... Oh, my God. How old am I? So, I'm a good 23-year veteran of having sleep apnea. Yeah, I'm going on three months, bro. (laughs) Yeah, so because I've had it for so long, I'm at the point now, the second that mask gets put on my face, I'm out cold. Yeah, I put that mask on my face, and that begins to toss in and turn, and here's what'll happen. I've got bad congestion, especially right now since I got the COVID-23. So that's when you use Afrin. Afrin. Yeah, squirt some Afrin up your nose to clear your nasal passages. my mom carries that in her purse and has since the 80s. I use that stuff like it's cocaine, man. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds illegal, but it's not. (laughs) Absolutely. But any time that I end up having issues where I can't breathe... I'll couple squirts in each nasal passage, and then within a half an hour, I'm breathing like a champ. Well, I have the Claritin. No. But I also have, like, recently, I'm talking like I'm on day, frick, I don't know, maybe day three, four of a new allergy med. And it does open me up, but then, like I said, the problem is I've got this COVID. But it's not. But I've got this new COVID-23 thing that I'm dealing with here. I gotta, I gotta get rid of it so I can put the mask on. But I don't know. I would, I would consider a gummy. It's worth a try, man. Like I said, it's legal and it's not like you're taking this to completely go crazy with it. I no, mean, I just, just want to sleep like a human being. It's definitely worth a try. You want to know what I want to do as as I'm talking to you guys right now? It's twelve thirteen a.m. You want to know what I want to do? I want to be able to go to bed like a normal human being at, like, say, 11. Like 11, 11.30. And I want to wake up at, like, a decent time like a normal human being. Instead, what I do is I will go to bed and I will toss and turn until my body just gives up. Now, when my body gives up, I go into comatose. And there ain't no waking me up. Like, that's why when I, I said a few weeks ago when we had Justin Q on, it's like, gee, I wonder if I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning. It's like, you know, that was a legit thought. So with sleep apnea, it's one of those things, man. I, I've always said that I'll die in my house catching on fire, a tornado coming, some kind of natural disaster, right? I sleep like I'm in a coma. Um, it's not often that I sleep well, but when I do sleep, I'm in a damn coma. Well, circling back here, so how are the New Year's resolutions going? Um, I have not purchased any additional cans of chew, nor do I plan on purchasing any additional cans of chew. I do plan on finishing the one that I have. It will probably be done or go bad by tomorrow. And hopefully, you know, the next day, you know, my fake stuff comes in. And I don't plan on being on the fake stuff regular because I just don't want to replace one habit with another. I want to get off of everything altogether. That's my New Year's resolution kind of update. Um, Not going terrible, not going great, but at least it's better than what it was a week ago or a year ago even. So I do not call them New Year resolutions. I prefer to call the term casual promises to myself that I am under no legal obligation to fulfill. That's a disclaimer. <laughs> I'm just That's saying. smart, though. <laughs> <laughs> 
at that point in time, a year from now, I can sit there and be like, hey, it was okay. I'm all good. <laughs> Do you have any? No, I actually don't. Like any at all? Like, I'm not saying that any that you don't want to share on the show, but do you have any, like, in general? Because you seem like a goal-oriented person. I mean... you to have, like, no resolutions. I, I, I have started a business, and I do have goals for my business. So I want to see this business grow. Um, so I do have goals for that, but as far as personally... I guess the business would be about it. I want to see the business grow. That's all it comes so down to. you're kind to. of taking 2023 as a grip it and rip it mentality. Kind of. I mean, I'm kind of taking the bull by the horn with this one. Um, it's not It's not a normal thing for me. I don't start businesses. So this is my first business, and I'm starting on the side. And uh, I'm just... Yeah, kind of gripping and ripping with it. Well, I tell you what, I I sampled your. Was it yesterday you were at the house? Brought over three different cookies. We'll keep yeah. the flavors disclosed for now. No, that's okay. We can talk about it. So I brought over a chocolate chip. I did a uh, white chocolate chip coffee cookie, and then peanut butter. I think those are the three I brought over, right? Yeah. So chocolate chip to me is. Probably my favorite cookie of all times, just a classic chocolate chip. Um, but of the three that you brought over, here's the funny part. I do not like white chocolate, but your white chocolate coffee cookie was the best of those three. Yeah, that that's kind of the consensus that I'm getting from a lot of the people that I have had be my taste testers because... I've made quite a few batches of these and I've sent them out to quite a few people. And that's kind of what I'm getting back is that the, even though people aren't a fan of white chocolate, this cookie for some reason resonates with a lot of people and it's at, on the top of the list. I don't, it's not overpowering on any one flavor. You've got enough different flavors and here we are sounding like Gordon Ramsay on a fucking cookie. But you've got, I didn't know you had coffee in that. I thought that was vanilla bean, dude. And then like the, <laughs> the further well, actually it was kind of funny because you're the one that I asked about if I were to put an instant coffee into a cookie, what, what do I go for? And you're yeah. the one that stirred me in that direction. And you know what? I think I stirred you in the right direction. <laughs> that was for a good sure. choice. Yeah, for sure. Cause like, you know, even Steph, not a big junkie when it comes to, to food, but you know, she does love her sweets, but she does not like coffee. She loved that cookie. Yeah. Yeah. So did Nicole. Nicole yeah. was Nicole actually said all of them were fire. So that was pretty nice. That but was then, a nice compliment because she doesn't pass out compliments lightly in here these days. <laughs> yeah. Um now today I ended up making my cinnamon crumble and I have a uh I, I want to keep calling it eggnog, but it's not. But I made a cream brulee. So I got those I got those done and ready, but you tried the cinnamon one, the cinnamon crumble. What'd you think of that? It's my favorite cookie you've ever done. Okay. Well, period. <laughs> of course. And that's the one that probably takes me the longest to make because it's layered. Oh, bummer. I know. No wonder it's the best one because it's the one you put the most attention to detail in. Yeah. Well, and it's got the double baked crumble on top. Because if you think about it, like, remember you went on, like, a smoking kick a couple of years ago? 
get this <laughs> this new smoker. Have you yeah. even used your smoker since you moved into this house? I absolutely have. But uh, it was kind. Of, it's kind of funny that you're talking about it because I was having a conversation with a friend today, and we were talking about how I needed to go buy some pork belly, and uh, smoke up that pork belly, and make some of my burn ends. Uh, this you, friend of mine is. You did never, like a poor man's burn in one time, didn't you? Um, well, I went to the pork shop. They have the pork shop in Santan Valley, and uh, I ended up buying some. Uh, pork belly there instead of buying because I've always liked the bacon burn ends um, but you need thick bacon for that and uh, at the time Costco didn't have any and I and I tried to get it from the pork shop but they had already smoked their bacon so it made no sense to get smoked bacon to smoke it again right so I just ended up getting a slab of pork belly and at that point in time, I took and made burn ends out of that pork belly. So I guess, yeah, in a sense, it's kind of poor man's. They were good, whatever they were. Yeah, I need you, to make them again because a, a friend of mine's now asking to try it. Well, they have a poor man's burnt ends that you can make with a chuck roast. Have you seen that one? No, chuck roast. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Huh. You get the chuck roast. Yeah, well, I'll I'll leave you to Google on that one. But I'm talking about one time you did, um, I know you've done some pretty good ribs, but you did a pulled pork. It was a, oh, yeah. it was a butt, wasn't it? Well, I mean, they, they call it a pork butt, but it's really the shoulder, right? Yeah. Um, and they give you the right and left shoulder, but yeah, I did, I did pulled pork on that. That was, I actually really enjoyed making that because it's probably the easiest thing I ever made on the smoker, but it was the best freaking thing you did and the attention to detail that you had on that because you put that on and like you every time i we were texting then we were talking then we were facetiming and like you were like a doctor performing surgery you had like you bought like shakers with the seasoning and then you bought like a squirt bottle with that you put like apple cider in then you had like a bucket of water like you were you were you were operating on this poor animal i did go crazy i did the same thing with my ribs um and my ribs, I think, were probably along the same line as that pork butt. It was, they were pretty darn good. The only complaint I had about the ribs, they were St. Louis. And there's like a lot of maintenance to eating a St. Louis rib. Yeah, you know. Uh, the, the flavor was top notch. The thing for me with the ribs was I ended up, I ended up following Franklin Barbecue um, from Austin, Texas. And the way that he makes his ribs, I just followed his lead on that, and they turned out stellar as far as I'm concerned. Either way, like I said, it is a it, it is advantageous to be your friend. <laughs> I'm not sure how we got talking about, oh, cookies, resolutions. That's, yeah. That was your resolution. Um, you haven't tried, have you tried my, uh, my uh, cream brulee cookie? Yeah. All right. I ended up making some of those last night too, but I haven't I haven't broke them out yet. Yeah, it was um As a matter of fact, I made creme brulee last uh this, today. Well, I've had your creme brulee and Do you want that's one? amazing. Do you want one now? I have some. Well, I the, made it today. Well, here's a problem. I'm at 1600 calories a day and it's 12:22. Today's a new day, so you can but, start all over. Yeah, but that's the problem. I could I had enough calories that I could have had them last night. I can't have it for technically today, tomorrow. Like that's problematic. 
No, no, no. Today's a new day. You're at your clean slate. So you're going to start today. Now I only got 1,300 calories to go. I'm going to be, I'm going to starve. No. <laughs> My crew relay is not 1,300 calories. There's no, no way. 300. Let me look it up. You look that up. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, happy New Year's to you. Our New Year's Eve was great. We're two days into uh, 2023. Um, a little early to kind of throw throw the towel in on it, so, as well as it's a little early to call it a success. So stay tuned to the podcast to, to hear more on how this fine year is going. I assume, though, in a week or two, we won't even be talking about we will not even be talking about resolutions and whatnot. All right. So if you really want to know, it's about 300 calories. I was right. About 300. It's between 286 and 340. So we'll just say it's 300. 15 grams of carbs, 4 grams of protein. Somewhere around there. Yeah, but man... I'm about to eat one in front of you. <laughs> you some bitch. Uh-huh. Um, before you eat one in front of me, I gotta ask you a question. You you mentioned something to me earlier. Said, "Hey, Chris, do you know what a universal word is?" And I was like, what? "Oh, yeah." All right. So this goes back to New Year's. On New Year's, <laughs> I'm gonna put you down on this one. Oh boy. So you'll be like, <clears throat> "Hey, go take care of that for me. Go go grab that gimmick." Oh, yeah. And then you'll turn around and be like, hey, hey, uh, well, say something to one of my daughters, right? Hey, go go grab that gimmick. Yeah. You use gimmick as a universal word. I do. What What does gimmick actually mean? All right. So gimmick is like a, uh, you know, I'm a pro wrestling fan, right? Yes, sir. Pro wrestling goes back to the days of like the original traveling carnival. Okay. So. It's called Carney Talk. Carney, short for, it's like an extension of Carnival. So pro wrestlers, they have their own language. Gimmick is kind of like a plug and play word. It could be like a gimmick match. Like we're not going to have a traditional match. We're going to have a steel cage match. That's a gimmick match. We're not going to have a traditional match. We're going to have a ladder match. That's a gimmick match. Or like... It's backstage talk, and it's almost one of those fraternity type, type things, a fraternity I am not a part of, but I'm so kind of, you know, enveloped into this world because I'm such a fan of it. Gimmick, it's almost like one of those things when you don't know what to call something or if you don't want to think of what to call something, like, go oh, give me that. That's a gimmick. So it's like a, it's a one word fits all. The, the definition is a trick or device intended to attract attention, publicity, or business. All right. Yeah. But you go and say, oh, go, go over there and grab the gimmick. But that doesn't fall under the definition of what a gimmick is. Do me a favor. Whip out your Google machine. Oh, I did. I want you to Google pro wrestling talk gimmick oh i know there what, what's the other thing that you say all the time you say uh uh something about a promo <laughs> oh yeah like so like let's just for example you know we went to denny's a couple weeks ago right that waitress left 
Had she not left, I would have cut a promo on her. That's it. <laughs> cut a promo. You say cut a promo all the time. You say gimmick all the time. But in theory, the way that you're saying it doesn't go with the definition of what it is on Google. No, it goes with the definition of what it is on Carney Talk. So whip out your Google machine, type in there, pro wrestling Carney Talk. All right, give me a second. All right, you do that. Your whistling sucks. I have no breath in my lungs because I can't breathe, you bastard. <laughs> Pro wrestling, uh, Carney. Talk. Probably one of the first words that's right. going to go up there is gimmick. Actually, I'm just going right to Hulk Hogan speaking Carney. But <laughs> <laughs> it's a video. And then uh, Fluent Carney, pro wrestling slang from circus, carna, carnival, and something. Yep. There's actually a dictionary out there somewhere. Here, I'm just going to talk to Siri. Pro Wrestling Carney Dictionary. Here you go. List of wrestling slang. There you go. What you got there, big boy? Uh, it's not. It's not what I was hoping, but it's it's in alphabetical order. But like it says, like B show, B team, baby face. All right, I can I can answer all these for you. You want to know what the B show is? Oh, this is sad. All right. What's a B-show? Okay. So let's just say you're, we'll just pull the big one out. World Wrestling Federation. Yeah. Hulk Hogan's your champion. Let's say Macho Man's your intercontinental champion. You want your pro wrestling world champion to hit the A team, the A towns. That's going to be like Philly, New York, Los Angeles, Chicago. Then you take your intercontinental champion you put him over the B team, they hit all the B towns. I'm talking like, you know, probably Oklahoma City, Tulsa, um, probably Springfield or St. Louis, Missouri, like not as big towns. Like your big markets are going to get your A team. Smaller markets are going to get your B team. Okay. So I, I went down the C where it says Carney. And, and I'm sorry, but I guess you're a Carney. <laughs> it says a language used by wrestlers to talk to each other around people not associated with the business so they cannot understand what they are saying, often used to keep the secrets of the business. Yeah, because back before, I would say, I mean, even in the 80s and 90s, it was still protected. It wasn't until, I would say, probably the NWO and like, you know, like right around that time frame, that group of people, not just the NWO, but probably, you know, the click, you know, which is you had people, you know, from the click, which is a, a group of friends, Shawn Michaels, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Sean Waltman, Paul Levesque, Hunter Hearst, Helmsley, Triple H. His name's Paul? Paul Levesque. Paul. Yeah, they sort of let people in behind the curtain. And then Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, they went to WCW, created the NWO. Um, 
Triple H and Shawn Michaels, they stayed in WWE. They created DX. Shawn Waltman kind of went back and forth. Nonetheless, wasn't until around that time, so like 96, that they started letting people in on the inside of the business. And I tell you what, it was a... It took a few years for people to really in the business to grab onto that. Even Steve Austin, he was like, yeah, I don't like this because they protected the business. Okay, so I'm going through this and they have gig and there's gimmick. There it is. So gimmick is a wrestler's personality, behavior, attire, and or other distinguishing traits while performing. It can also be an implement used to cheat, for example... Jeff Jarrett's gimmick is knocking out an opponent with his guitar. Um, yeah, it kind of goes on from there. Yeah. But it's kind of funny when you're like, oh, yeah, go grab that gimmick. That, uh-huh. that, that, that doesn't, to me, it doesn't resonate with me, but I think it's kind of funny. You want to know what's even more funny? As much as you're shitting on it right now, I have gotten you using gimmick. You use it. I have? Uh-huh. When have I ever said it? More than once. Really? Oh, yeah. I guess you're you want to know who else I have using gimmick? Steph. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she doesn't even have any idea that it's pro wrestling talk. She just she's picked up on my language, and so I'll ask her, like, hey, what are you talking about? And she'll, you know, for example, she does the, 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 the vape thing, the e-cig, right? Yeah. And she'll say, you know, there's there's two parts to her thing. She'll have, like, the actual portion that, you know, supplies the power and has the igniter. And then there's the pod that holds the juice. Now, the pod that holds the juice, I just call that a pod. But the thing that has the button that supplies the power, I call that a gimmick. So she'll ask me, like, hey, you think you can stop by the store and you can pick up some, you know, some e sick stuff? And I'll ask her, I was like, what do you need? She'll say, oh, I need the gimmick. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like, I am so proud to call you my wife. You have no idea. <laughs> I got her talking carny and she doesn't even realize what she's doing. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, so yeah, that's what you meant by universal word. You're talking about me using gimmick. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think dad gum's another one instead of swearing. Yeah, I, I do use dad gum quite a bit, especially when your kid's around, because I don't want to be a bad influence on your little people. Anyway, so, golly, there's something else I wanted to talk about. It was kind of a piggyback off of last week. So you did a, a segment last week talking about crazy news stories, yeah? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, for sure. What was one of the more inappropriate topics that you discussed? Inappropriate? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. I mean, I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday, let alone what we talked about a week ago. Did somebody lift a ban on something? South Korea. Oh, you're talking about sex dolls. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. So that raised... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Put your phone on silence, Warwa. Well, I was trying to look something up here, and uh, unfortunately, (laughs) some music kicked on. So anyway, it, it, it took me down a rabbit hole. I was curious as to why 
South Korea would have to be put in a position to ban something like that in the first place because I automatically went to, oh, there's something inappropriate going on here. Well, I did a little bit of research on this. I wanted to know what caused the ban. As it turns out, it was merely financial. There was like, there, there's no funny story behind this. There's no, you know, nothing laughable whatsoever. But in my research, do you understand that like the sex doll industry in South Korea is like one of the biggest money makers? Actually, I would have thought it would be in China. Um, but I mean, not too far away. All right. So again, not trying to, you know, we're not that kind of podcast, not trying to go down too much of a, of a rabbit hole with this more than I already have, but check this out. And I'm going to have to explain myself on this one later. So you can build essentially your own doll for whatever you want. Look at this. So you start with the base, okay? Oh, dear Lord. Yeah, all right. So let's go with Quinn, all right? We're going to go with Quinn. Now, you start out with the body. There's body A, and it goes all the way through body SS. And you essentially pick the body type. Do you, do you like them thin? Do you like them big? Do you like them medium? Do you like them whatever? All right. We're just going to go with whatever, body A. After that, then you pick your skin type. Oh, dear Lord. You have five different choices. You've got cocoa, fair, light tan, medium, and tan. Let's go tan. Okay. Eye color. How freaky is that look at that like those are like eyeballs what in god's name you can get espresso sky blue navy blue i don't want that thing looking at me yeah yeah no can we have the eyes closed <laughs> here we'll go with the cush green okay that seems to be the least demonic looking now look at this makeup style for an additional 450 dollars you can do a custom makeup gig, or you can do the standard gig. Okay, let's just what? see what happens. If we yeah, dude, it gets worse. No way. Eyeliner style. Heavy, what? medium, light. Okay, let's go with light. Eyeliner color. Gray, black, blue, brown, blue. Eyeshadow color. Natural bronze, slate, Rose, plum, khaki, violet, and brown. Let's just go with natural. What the heck? Now we're getting really freaky here. Look at this. Lips. Apricot, berry, bitten, brown. Like it, the list goes on and on and on. They have one called nude, Neapolitan, peach blossom, purple. Here, rose gold. That seems to be a popular name. Now you get down to, this is a doll, dude. Fingernail color. What? And toenail color. Here, we're just grabbing that one. Beige, pink. There's probably another 12 colors to choose from. Look at this. Hairstyle and color. You can go with the standard option. Or for another $150, you can do a special request. Now, here's the hairstyles. <clears throat> and they vary. There's probably like 13 of them here. We're going to... We'll just pick that one. Color. There's probably a dozen colors right there. 
<laughs> we'll just pick that one. Now it gets... This is where I get uncomfortable. I'm already uncomfortable. Pressed mm-hmm. options. What? You can get one cup size larger breast for 850 bucks. Custom nipples for 99 bucks. Custom nipple color for 225 bucks. Okay. This is really bizarre. Oh, I'm not done. Now you got to pick a vaginal style. Are you serious? I wish I wasn't. I mean, are they showing you different, like, clams or what? No. You just, you, you basically, so like right here, look, you can get the default version, which is removable, I would assume so you What? Can, I would assume so you can clean it. Uh. Oh my God, that's nasty, bro. They have for $500, they have something called the Sense, which is a Bluetooth insert. I have not yet even begun, nor do I want to figure out what the hell they meant by that. I'm not sure I want to know either. Or you can get a permanent fixed one for 150 bucks. Then they have extras. Look at this. Custom freckles. No custom freckles, piercings, lube, and then they have different types of lube, and then they have like all these other. I'm not even gonna begin to describe because now like I'm starting to feel kind of icky. So we didn't choose any extra options, and look at the price tag on this: seven thousand four hundred and ninety-nine dollars. Okay, All right, wait, we wait, did wait, not wait a add wait a any Hold options. On. Hold on. All right. I'm not into this kind of thing, okay? Nor am I. But I'm going to kind of play devil's advocate here. $7,500 is a hell of a lot cheaper than getting a divorce. $7,500 is a hell of a lot more expensive than going to the street corner. But you don't know what you're going to get with the street corner. I don't know what I'm going to get mean, with you this. I mean, you can get the gift that keeps on giving at the street corner. Here, for $7,500, you, you get this pure latex, plastic, whatever, oh, I think dream machine. <laughs> dream machine that's Let's got go the nail colors the you want, the lip color you want, right? The eyes that you want. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm into this. I'm not at all. They're handmade products. So really, do you really know what you're getting? Because somebody else's hands was all over this. Oh, so she... Yeah. So she... <laughs> she, she was... She was <laughs> yeah, we're going to stop. You even stop. got it. <laughs> We went back to the beginning. There's a magnetic face, <laughs> full she, head. Are you are you saying she's doll. broken in? <laughs> I'm saying that I thought there was going to be some good joke material and how we broke the story last week. Like okay, somebody did something stupid on an airplane and it caused the country to ban everything. When it turns out it's just a bunch of corrupt people probably trying to draw more money out of something, then when you look into it like this, like this is gross, <laughs> dude. It, it's unbelievable that anybody would ever want to spend seventy five hundred dollars to have some f- doll 
at their house that they could for yeah inseminate yeah for lack of a better word and that was like the standard one there was options that is insanity to me but i guess if that's what the koreans want to do more power to them maybe they're just doing that to keep the population down i don't know i have no idea all i know is that i'm not a catholic at all i consider myself to be more of in this you guys are going to find this laughable considering the content of which we were just discussing i tend to lean more towards the christian side of things than the catholic side of things but i feel like i need to go talk to a priest right now can i take this in a different direction yeah what if i bought one and I have her sitting in the passenger seat. Can I go in the HOV lane? <laughs> $8,000 to avoid a $50 ticket. Oh, no, it's like $400 here in Arizona. Okay, well, what but if... But even get- if I'm driving through California, <laughs> can I be like, but that's my girlfriend? <laughs> well, Californians would probably be a little more apt to forgive it. Arizonians are like, nah, dude. I think they just wait. I'm not saying I'm willing to spend seven thousand five hundred dollars on a on a. <laughs> what would you name her? Come on, dude. What would you name her? I have to go with Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I thought you were gonna go somewhere else with that. <laughs> well, I really could, but I think Debbie. I mean, you know, Dallas. I dress her up as a Dallas cheerleader, call her Debbie. And if you did this and then you went to Dallas. (laughs) (laughs) Could I have her try out? Bring bring her to tryouts? Oh, boy. So this apparently is a third world problem because South Korea is a third world, yeah? Oh, Lord. Let's talk about some first world problems. My head hurts. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Lord, I apologize. Be with all the starving pygmies in New Guinea. Amen. Let's talk about some first world problems before we close out here. I've I've found a few more things that absolutely chap my hide. Bring it on. Okay, so, you know, it's Christmas season, right? And, you know, one of the things that you get for Christmas is new apparel items. Yeah, like shirts and sweaters and things like that yeah okay you know what really pisses me off tags tags on the back of your neck no those don't bother me i get those things off before i put them on the hanger speaking of hangers what pisses me off is when i go in there and i have more clothes than hangers oh well i mean you can fold them no these are like nice shirts Still can fold them. I, I mean, I can't do it. You can fold a button down. You can fold a polo shirt. I know you can. I can't, but I can't. Oh, it absolutely rips me off a new one when I go in there and I start putting stuff away. And it's like, okay, I've got this many shirts, but only this many hangers. Because you know what that means? It means I have to go through my closet and figure out something I want to get rid of. And even though I may have only worn a certain shirt one time in the last 10 years, I can't for the life of me convince myself to get rid of it to make room for the new shirt. I guess I don't have those problems because I definitely have more hangers than I have clothes. (laughs) We have lots of hangers. We just happen to have lots of clothes in our house, and my wife loves to shop for me. (laughs) 
that issue. I don't remember the last time I bought a pair of shoes. You know, it's funny you say that. I normally would say the same thing, but I do know, and I have a, uh, a nice little spot on my foot because of it, because of my little bicycle accident. Oh, yeah. I remember yep. that. Tore up my foot, tore up my knee, and uh, I had to go buy some new shoes because... Are you talking rushed. about the Under Armors? Yes. Those things are so comfortable. By far my favorite. I asked Steph to buy me a pair of those. She bought me a pair of Timberlands instead. Oh, <laughs> man. Well, Dude, they're so comfortable. Timberlands are nice. They are. I, I don't remember the last time I bought a pair of shoes. The woman's been buying me shoes for the last, God, I don't know how long, forever. So I used to buy North Face, and North Face were my favorite, but they're so expensive. So I ended up dumbing it down to uh, Under Armour. And even Under Armour's, I mean, they're not the cheapest that are out there, but they're comfortable. That is the most comfortable. They're more comfortable than my Nikes that I have. My Skechers are pretty comfortable. And she bought all of them. Yeah, I, I just, I don't have to shop anymore. You know, every now and again, I'll go buy myself a pair of jeans and she'll look at me like, you, what would you those jeans don't fit you. I was like, they're pretty comfortable. It's like, yeah, but they don't fit you. They're too big here. They're too small there. They're too this, that. They're too this, that. I'm like, but they're, they're, they're comfortable. And they're like, no, come with me. And then like, we'll go to some store and then they'll size me up and then they'll give me like a pair of jeans that they say fit me. And they do. They're comfortable. Yeah. But I mean, I could have bought three pair of like Target Levi's for what I just spent on these things. You know, it's funny. We were just talking about jeans. I had a conversation with a friend of mine today about jeans. And um, I said, you know, um, it's pretty rare that you ever catch me in jeans. It's got to be a special occasion. I've seen you in jeans once. So that's the thing. Once. This this friend that I was talking to. I said, Church. I said, you got me to wear a pair of jeans. We went out one time. Okay, so I've seen you in jeans twice because yeah. I saw you that night. And, uh, yeah, jeans are damn near dress pants for me. I'm wearing jeans right now. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't wear pants. And so it's kind of funny. I, I was told I'm pantsless all the time. Which <laughs> no, is kinda, you wear gym shorts. Well, I mean, it's true, but I'm pantsless, right? True. I wear gym shorts all the time. I wear them to work. I wear them around the house. He wore them it's, with a polo shirt to the Adam Sandler concert. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and that's the thing is that. But you know what? You matched. I um I I don't wear jeans unless it's a, a special occasion. So they're kind of like dress pants for me uh, to a certain extent. It's pretty rare to catch me in jeans or dress pants. So it was kind of a funny thing when you say you were talking about jeans, and that's what came to my mind. Well, the woman just wants me to look good, and quite frankly, she's got to be seen in public with me, so I guess I don't blame her. So you're saying that if I need to be seen in public with somebody, I should be wearing jeans? No, I'm saying if you want those jeans to fit, you should probably have your friend go with you to buy them. Okay. Because I think I actually have like three or four pair of jeans. Do they fit? Yeah, actually, all of them do. They're not too big? No, no, no. Um, but the funny thing is, is I just don't, I don't choose, they're not comfortable. Well, don't get me wrong. They're comfortable, but I'm more comfortable wearing a pair of shorts. So I'm a little self-conscientious right now because I am, this is not the biggest I've ever been. The biggest I've ever been was probably around, if I had to guess, probably like 2011, 2012. That was the biggest I've ever been. I'm about 15 pounds away from that though. 
So, you know how many times I, and it almost changed me to say this, you know how many times I wore shorts this past summer in the Phoenix Valley when it's like 110 degrees? I'm going to guess you haven't. You are correct. I don't think I've actually ever seen you in shorts. Funny, I mean. I, w- I wore cargo shorts when I was fit. I don't remember ever seeing you in shorts. Like, I, if, if I really thought about it, I haven't. You probably seen me in cargo shorts and a t-shirt when I was fit. Because I was fit for a minute. I would wear flip-flops, cargo shorts, and a t-shirt. That's, that's like, very, very comfortable. And then when I moved out here, I remember very specifically, <laughs> it was... um. It was the day that um, my mother-in-law passed. I went to the hospital, and I was, you know, I literally, it was early in the morning, I kind of got out of bed, threw on whatever I had, and I rushed to the hospital, and, you know, my wife, her two sisters were there, and I remember sitting down, and, you know, I, I gave one of, not my wife, I gave one of the um, the sisters a hug, and I remember looking down, and it's like, you know how, like, when you raise your arms up? Yeah. Like the shirt comes up too. Oh, yeah. I remember That's looking. That's where you see the six pack. Yeah. Well, I saw the six pack buried underneath a bag of chips. <laughs> you mean you had a keg? Oh, yeah. And so I looked down there and I was like, Jesus, man. So I was like, I, I can't do this no more. So I think that may have been the last time I wore cargo shorts and a t shirt. You know, they always say that you just need to be in shape, right? Round and is a shape. So is pear. I'm, I'm probably more of a pear. <laughs> Here's the shape. Nonetheless, <laughs> I can't freaking stand it when I don't have any freaking hangers and I got to go through my shit and I got to throw some stuff away because I can't decide. Because you know what? I might get skinny again one day. You want know to know what else really pisses me off? What is that? So, if you ever walked your car and like you've got your key fob in hand, yeah? You point at your car and you hit the button to unlock the door. Mm. And then you go to open the door. Yes. And it's still freaking locked. Uh, I had that when I thought I lost my keys and I had my spare set. And I tried to get in, but yeah, my battery was dead in the fob. <laughs> no, I, this morning I was walking to my car and it's not too early in the morning. It's probably like nine o'clock. So, I mean, that's not early. No. So, I mean, but like in my brain, I want to be asleep. And I just remember I'm hitting the button. And I even hit it a couple times. And I just go up and I just grab the doorknob and I went to open it. And it's kind of that thing where I'm expecting it to go back. So I'm kind of bracing myself. But then it kind of, it, it, there's the resistance there. And it makes me mad. Like I want to rage right then and there. I want to take my key and I want to put it through the window. That creates high blood pressure, my good man. Yeah. Totally. Not worth it. Guilty. Lastly, I have a question. I experienced this the other day. Why is it that you always, always run out of conditioner before you run out of shampoo? I got to think about that one because... Okay, all right. So I don't have a full head of hair. I'm not blessed like you. I got all kinds of hair up here. I've got a little bit of a bald spot in the back, and then uh, I always say that I've got the Gulf of Mexico and I have the Pacific on either side (laughs) and a little bit of Florida in the middle, right? So I I do joke about it quite a bit, but I've been using 
what is it? Shapiro. I don't even know who they are. Shapiro MD or something like that. And don't get me wrong. They've helped me. I've got a little more hair on my head and I'm, I'm kind of grateful for it. But, um, I've been using their shampoo and conditioner. I think it's been pretty even. So it's kind of funny. You say you run out of conditioner. No, you run out of shampoo. No, I run out of conditioner before I run out of shampoo. Like I'll go shampoo my hair and that's all like here. Okay. I'm about to give away the farm right here. I get into a shower. First thing I do is I just, you know, get underneath that hot water, get everything saturated with the water. Yeah. Everything. Have you ever taken a cold shower? I, and I tell you what, yeah, in the summertime here, like it'll be cool. I want to oh, say there's cold. no such thing as a cold shower here. No, in it's just it, it's except lukewarm. in the except in the winter. You can take a cold shower in the winter. No, I can't because you it's should. cold. The it's ambient, actually really good for you. Yeah, but the ambient temperature in my bathroom is cold. I know, but do you know how good it is to take a cold shower? Well, no, it's actually really good for you. You work on breathing when you do it. Well, I tell you what, I breathe pretty easy when all those vapor fumes, are, vapor fumes are going in my nose. Anyway, so I get in there, get the hair wet, get the body wet, get all over wet, and then here's what I do: shampoo, shampoo in the hair, good solid 45, 60 seconds, rinse out the shampoo, then conditioner, let the conditioner stay in there, and then you get out your little. Grubby on a stick or your little loofah on a on a on a rope or your bare hands or a wash rag, whatever it is that you do. Wait, wait. Are you saying you use soap on a rope? No. <laughs> I'm not. We're we're a body wash family. Don't don't drop the soap. <laughs> well, I, I do like the Sasquatch soap. Oh, you're talking about that uh, what is the name of that place? Dr. Squatch. Dr. Squatch. Something yeah. like that. Every now and again, I'll have some of that. But for the most part, I just use whatever Mrs. Andrews puts in there. So while conditioner is setting in my hair, I get the body wash out. And like I said, sometimes it's a scrubber on a stick. Sometimes it's like a brush on a stick. Sometimes it's just a little loofah. It could be a wash rag. You drop something. That's why I need the... Uh what is that arm? The arm that holds this thing in place. <laughs> the, Sorry uh, about that. Yeah, you know, I, I I take care of like you know washing all the crevices and stuff, getting 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 clean, and then I stand. We have we we invested in this shower. This shower is awesome. When you stayed at my house that week, did you ever use my shower? I did. Isn't it awesome? Oh, it is very nice. You got water coming at you from all these angles. It's got a rainmaker. Anyway, I stand underneath there and we get all all the conditioner, all the body wash, all that stuff off. However, if I don't have any conditioner, it throws off my whole routine. And why is it that you run out of conditioner before you run out of shampoo? I tell you what. You ever... You ever talk to women and ask them how often they wash their hair? Like twice a week, three times a week at the most. How often do you wash your hair? Every day. So do I. Every day. Are we doing something wrong? Yes. So we should only wash it twice a week? Correct. I'd probably have some fucking conditioner if I would. Probably would, yeah. Sorry, that was the F word. I apologize, YouTube. Anyway, it chaps my ass whenever I run out of conditioner. Nonetheless, my guy, 
My guy. <laughs> <laughs> that is all I've got for this week. Have you got anything else you want to add for the fine listeners? I, I don't think I... No, I don't think I have any more. Hey, we're pushing 400. That's fantastic news, man. Yeah, thank you, whoever you are out there for... Yeah, thanks, guys. For, for helping us out. Folks. Um... I don't know. We, you know, we're pushing 400. Sean, you want to do another one next week? I think we should give it a try. All right. Well, you can follow us on Twitter. Um, we're the at two loose screws pod, or you can follow us on Instagram at two loose screws show. Why we couldn't make a match? There's a reason, and it's not worth going into. But give us a follow if you have any questions. Put them. Uh, put them right there on the Twitter or. In the Spotify app, you can you can write a review. Uh, honest feedback only, please. Don't don't make us feel good about ourselves because you feel sorry for us because we're sitting here recording a podcast at 1 a.m. on a Monday night or Tuesday morning, whatever that means to you. But that 1 a.m. is okay because after that, we're going to be hitting some UFC 4. Yeah, I got to tear you up a new one. I'm, and <laughs> I, I don't want you kicking me in the leg. <laughs> <laughs> you got some weak legs. Nonetheless, uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, Looking forward to putting some more content out there for you. And um, that is all I got. That is Sean. I am Chris. We are the Two Loose Screws, and we are out.